Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I am your host, Brian Convery, and today my guest is Yazin Lecky. Yazin holds a Bachelor of Science from Western University and is currently a bilingual operations associate. He got his start with RBC back in 2018, where he also received the RBC Student Networking Certificate for his active participation in the RBC Cafe powered by 10,000 Coffees. This is actually where I got to meet Yazin, and it, Yazin, it's so great to have you on the show. How are you doing? Welcome. I'm doing well. Thanks, uh, thanks, Brian, for having me, and uh, you know, for being on this platform. I'm really looking forward to uh, you know to sharing my experiences and thoughts uh, with you and and whoever else is listening into it. Awesome, awesome. So, I know you, but others don't. So, I like to start with sort of a rapid fire questions and kind of get to know a little bit more about who you are. Um, so what is your favorite or most used emoji? <laughs> um, I would probably say uh, the ones I use most would be the maybe the fire emoji and um, the laughing emoji, the one where, you know, the, the sort of the, the, la the crying face where he's laughing, <laughs> he's laughing hard. Uh, those I would say, yeah. Cool. Okay. And this is an interesting one too. If you had to eat one food, just one food for the rest of your life, what might it be? Oh, that's a tough one. You're putting me on the spot here. Um, well, you know what? I'd like to consider myself a little bit of a food enthusiast. I tend to, like, I, I do, you know, use Uber Eats quite a bit. So um, I, I, I like trying out different things. I would probably at this moment have to go with sushi only because I'm really craving some sushi. Yeah. I, as you we were saying earlier, just getting started on this podcast show here, maybe we meet up for sushi instead of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> More than willing to do that because <laughs> I'm missing it too. It's been so long, and uh, yeah, yeah. Who, who doesn't love a good good plate of sushi? It's awesome. Um, favorite way to spend a day off? Awesome. Well, that's a good question. Um, firstly, uh, I probably would wake up, you know, brush my teeth, wash my hair, take a shower, whatever it is I do. Um, the, I like to start off my days um, with a walk. That's generally, especially you know, since COVID. Um, I find that when I do have day offs, I, 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 I like to go for long walks with my headphones, you know, listening to the music uh, that I listen to and, and just kind of have, you know, time for myself to really think, um, you know, and kind of just envision where it is I'm headed. Um, so um, I, I see myself mostly just being active, you know, going for walks, exercising regularly, uh, things like that. Um, at the same time, maybe, you know, hanging out with friends here and there. Uh, I am very social, so I do like to, you know, spend most of my day, I guess, outside in nature uh, with friends and family, whoever. But, um, but yeah, I would say the bulk of my day off would probably be spent uh, either walking, you know, it, walking and listening to music for me is a sort of meditation and a way for me to cope with my stress and, uh, you know, anxiety and all of that. So, uh, you know, since COVID, I find myself walking a lot more than usual. So I would probably say most of my day would be spent, you know, connecting with others and just going for those long walks that I tend to do. Yeah, that's nice. You know, and especially now that it's getting longer days and the sun shining and, you know, a little bit more warmth coming, it's it's such a great way to get that sun on your face, right? And just kind of give yourself a break and some time just to think. Absolutely. It's important. Um, are you a hit the snooze button kind of guy <laughs> or wake up immediately? Uh, I'm the kind of guy who probably sets up maybe 10 alarms before he wakes up because he's a, he's going to sleep through the first seven. So I'm definitely a, a snooze button kind of guy. That's all right. That's all right. Sometimes it takes a few kicks at the can to get us out of bed, right? So, sure. 
Um, this one too, I, I asked this question too as a last rapid fire question is, uh, do you have a favorite word or a word that means something to you that you would like to share? That is a good question. Um, let me take a couple of seconds here just to think of what comes to, okay. There is one word that comes to mind at this very moment. And that word I would say is discipline. Um, because I think ultimately without discipline um, or perseverance, uh, I'm not gonna change the word, let's stick with disciplines, but without discipline, you're not really going to get or achieve, you know, the objective that you have in mind. So it really is important to stay focused, you know, not to get distracted uh, and really keep your, you know, your eyes and mind on the goal. Good, good word and, and good thought there too. Thanks for sharing. And I think, you know, as, as we go through these, I know they're kind of funny and tongue in cheek, but it's also a way to understand sort of who you are. And as we think about, you know, other students or high school students making that work school to high school to school transition. These are some good things for them to hear. So thanks for sharing that. You know, as we no as we get into it more here. So I'd really like to, you know, turn the tables to you and share, um, you know, your transition and your journey, you know, from high school to post secondary and now into the workforce. We each have our own stories to tell. And I wonder if you could share a little bit about your overall overall journey. Um, and maybe even what you learned along the way. Absolutely. So uh, I'm going to start off by saying my journey is a little bit unorthodox in terms of um, I had sort of changes of you know plans and, and changes of um, ways of thinking throughout you know my years uh, in high school and university and whatnot. So to start from the very beginning. Uh, I'm from, I live in Richmond Hill, a little town up north of Toronto. I went to a high school known as Bayview Secondary School. I was actually enrolled in the International Baccalaureate program. Um, you, you know, it, it's not really a gifted program, but it's a program, you know, that kind of sort of expands, uh, you know, the education level to an international um, scope rather than just a national perspective. So, uh, uh, you know, when I was in high school, I was kind of a, a book guy. I like to read. I love to, uh, to, I really love to read. Um, and, and I, I excelled in my studies, you know, specifically in high school. Um, so while I was in high school, I always had the, uh, the ambition, uh, you know, of pursuing medicine as a career and eventually, you know, becoming a doctor, uh, as I'm sure, you know, 90% <laughs> of parents want their kids to be so nowadays. But, um, <laughs> Uh, the, that's where I wanted to be a dentist, a doctor, some sort of medical professional, only because uh, I really, it, it wasn't for me, it had nothing to do with the money, it had to do with, uh, with the quality of work that I was giving. Um, I've always been a people's person and I really loved, you know, to be able to be in a position where I could help influence people's lives. And I do hope that by the end of this podcast, um, you know, if I can even reach to one other person and help that person, you know, feel relatable, um, then, you know, I, I'm doing a great job. Um, so anyway. I, I graduated high school. I enrolled into medical sciences at Western University. Uh, I did get accepted, and um, while I was in Western University, I guess it's safe to say that is where the beginning of my troubles came. Uh, it was a huge step, you know, a huge stepping stone for me, having moved away from home. Uh, I come from a household where my mom and my dad, uh, my parents, are both very attached to me, and you know, tend to go out of their way to <laughs> to try and make my life a little easier. So being, uh, you know, far, you know, about 200 kilometers away from home was definitely something that had a mental uh, toll on me. Um, I was put also in an environment where my roommate in my first year of residency um, wasn't very mentally uh, stable. He had issues that he was dealing with himself, and so that did add to my problems quite a bit. But I managed to, um, you know, to to push through it. Um, so. 
within my first year, uh, like I said, I, I had to deal with a lot mentally, uh, and so I wasn't able to retain uh, my acceptance into medical sciences specifically. So I fell into the pool of general sciences, which is, to be honest with you, relatively the same thing. The courses you take are the exact same. Uh, it's just that it, it's in, in terms of a GPA standpoint, medical sciences requires a little more of a competitive GPA than the general sciences. But, uh, but ultimately, it's about the same quality of education. Um, so, like I said, at that point in time, in my first year, I still wanted to pursue medicine as a career, and I saw myself after my four years of undergrad, you know, pursuing med school. Uh, it was really until my second year, again, um, that I, I had more of an epiphany, and I realized maybe, you know, medicine isn't what I wanted to do. Uh, I found, again, you know, the, the struggles of being alone, and, uh, and, and I, I was one of those students who, when I came into Western, I didn't really have many friends that came into Western with me. Most of my friends either stayed within you know within Toronto within that area UFT whatever it may be um, so I was I found myself relatively alone which obviously added to my, my stress levels and whatnot um, but in my second year when I, I was out of residence and I actually was renting an apartment with one of my roommates at the time I found that you know reality really had struck me and I realized maybe I don't have the mental capacity at that point in time to uh, you know to pursue uh, you know such an ambitious dream as medicine so I although I stayed in my program I wanted to diversify and see if I could experience anything else um, you know, in terms of just getting my, my foot into the door of other, uh, you know, industries or other lines of work or whatnot. So I, I started reaching out to my folks. I started, you know, seeking guidance with, uh, you know, my guidance counselors and all of that. Um, and uh, again, uh, one big factor, uh, and I apologize if I'm jumping from here to there, but one huge factor I find with uh, university is that you're, there is no real path that you can take. You just kind of live and learn, right? No one can really tell you this is the steps you need to take to get to where you want to be. They can kind of guide you on that path, but it's ultimately a matter of trial and error. Um, so at the time, I wanted to explore other aspects of, you know, my education and all of that, but I was recommended by both family and, uh, you know, school, uh, school officials to just stick with my program and not switch, because if I were to switch, I would basically have to start from scratch, and then it would be as if one year of education was basically gone. Um, and, and of course, you know, when you're, when you're studying you know, abroad or far from home, you have a lot of costs that are involved with that. Uh, and so I didn't want to have to make my journey in university more painful <laughs> or longer than it needed to be. Um, so I ultimately stayed with sciences as my major. But again, I have always been, I've always had a sort of like an entrepreneurial spirit. I don't want to limit myself to just one thing. I've always liked to explore, uh, network, you know, figure out what it is, where my passions lie and all that kind of stuff. Um, but so Coming into my third year now of my university, I realized, okay, you know, I'm close to graduating. This, there needs to come to a point where I really have to figure out what it is I want to do. Uh, again, I found that maybe medicine wasn't my forte because I, I felt as though it was a lot, a lot of mental stress that needed to, you know, that I needed to deal with. I'm, I'm not afraid to say that at the time, you know, being 19 or 20 years old, I wasn't ready for that level of stress. Um, it was hard, especially being alone, having your parents, you know, supporting you, but also expecting the most out of your, you know, your, your time there in university and expecting you to really kill it. Um, it, it put a lot of mental pressure on me. And, um, you know, I, I realized that I have to put myself first. That's what's most important. I can't really satisfy the needs of others before this, you know, the satisfaction that I need to give myself. So... 
Um, third year of university comes around. I'm almost done. Uh, it's about January, second semester, and I said to myself, okay, I need to start figuring things out. I reached out to some of my contacts, some of my friends, and some of the members there. there. I, I owe find myself position at one of the uh, operational centers. Little did I know that that, uh, <laughs> that internship that I had would ultimately turn out to being a full-fledged career, but um, I managed to secure that position in the summer, and uh, you know, I, I, while I was there, I did a lot of networking, and uh, it basically led to another um, internship that I had in my fourth year, which led to my full-time employment that I am in now. Um, so yeah, a little bit of an unorthodox journey, uh, a lot of you know, exploring myself and figuring what it is I wanted to do, but like I said, ultimately my passion lies more so with people and just getting to meet new people, getting to work alongside people. And um, I found that RBC is a, a, a company that really fosters and, and builds, you know, on, on that foundation. Um, so it's been, you know, it's been a great journey for me being here. Uh, I've I spent about, I would say, maybe three years altogether or two and a half, maybe two and a half years now between summer and full-time employment at mm -hmm. RBC. And I got to say, the environment is perfect, um, it, it really welcoming. And um, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the journey here. <laughs> That's awesome. And, you know, I really like that you shared you know, the unorthodox way and the, you know, winding path to get where you are because, you know, you, you had moments of reflection and opportunities to think about, you know, your degree and where you are. And, you know, I think that's, the, that's the crux of this podcast is, you know, you priorities change and sometimes um, what you want to be doing changes and you learn about yourself and you pivot to that. And, so I think that the fact that you're in a financial institution with the education and background you have is actually um, hopefully inspiring to others to think beyond the degree, because so often it's the unfortunate part is you often hear stories of um, students being told that, you know, it's degree uh, program to, you know, uh, career in the in the area of study and that that really isn't real world. Um, sometimes, yes, you might go to school for accounting, you become an accountant, but majority of us aren't doing what we're doing based on what we went to school for. So thank you for sharing that. If you look at, um, you know, with your experience and what you went through with school and the transition to, thank you for sharing the, you know, moving away from home too, because I think as students are getting ready for the fall, they may be wondering and thinking like, you know, how do I prepare myself? So I think some of the things you shared is, is helpful and realistic um, examples, but if you think about school itself, I don't, I don't mind if it's high school or whatever. But is there something you've learned through life that you wish might be talked or articulated or even taught in school that isn't? Absolutely, um, there is one thing that I think needs to be taught. Uh, maybe uh, how, how do I word this? You know, I I feel like the education system is revolved more so around, uh, you know, having students becoming book smart. You know, they 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 bombard you with all these different subjects uh, and all these different materials that you need to read, memorize, understand, whatever it may be, but they don't really give you the necessary skills that will help you develop as an individual. That's something that you pick up along the ways. For instance, they don't they they didn't, they didn't teach me personally about self confidence. Uh, you know, when I was in high school or when I was in university, being able to really believe in yourself and knowing that, you know, where you are today is not going to be the same as where you are tomorrow or the next day or the next. 
Um, so I think there needs to be a bigger emphasis on more life skills than just the educational, uh, you know, uh, like bombardment that they give you. Um, you know, being able to really teach you about time management skills um, or, you know, self-confidence, being able to juggle, you know, different tasks. Uh, things, you know, the smaller things that you may not find extremely relevant, I find is extremely you know, crucial in, in building the foundation or the character of a person, because how are you, how, how are you supposed to tackle on all these, you know, uh, these subjects, uh, all these core, like all the coursework that it is that we're, you know, you're doing or, you know, have been doing, but you're not really able to handle that workload, right? Because no one yeah. really taught you how to balance, you know, your mental health versus, you know, your, your physical world. Um, so I think there needs to be a bigger emphasis on mental health awareness in general, and just having, you know, some time to really teach students that it's okay to not know the, you know, the, your life path ultimately. It's, it's, it's okay to just live the journey and, and move along, you know, step by step. Baby steps will ultimately get you to the, you know, to the point that you want to get to. That, you know, so um, I think one thing that needs taught in school really more is mental health awareness uh, and just being able to self-reflect more on, on who you are as a person, like that sense of identity and that sense of, uh, you know, being yourself. Yeah, I think, thank you so much for sharing. I think that's a huge, huge ad. And like, like you said, live the journey and self-confidence and all the things that, you know, help you kind of uh, navigate through because it, it is much more than just um, grades and credentials now that we look for. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a few minutes. But, you know, I know, um, you know, too, with your, your path, obviously you've had, um, you know, challenges along the way, things that you've learned. Um, this part of the show is where I'd like to also sometimes talk and get a little more personal with our guests so that you can maybe share with, you know, the audience of, of young talent and other young students and others thinking about, you know, their futures. Is there anything that you feel maybe has been a, a challenge for you or a big challenge in life and maybe how you overcame that that you wanted to share? For sure. Um... I, I'm going to be really honest here, and I'm going to tell you sort of what it is I'm thinking. Um, I, I think that, especially now, you know, with COVID being, uh, you know, a huge thing in the world, I think a, a lot of people's fears revolve around uncertainty. And I experienced that myself a lot when I was in university, um, even in high school, but particularly when I, when I, when I enrolled into post-secondary. Um, I think that, you know, the stress of not knowing who you're going to become, where you're going to end up being, uh, you know, whether you're going to make it or not, is a thought that a lot of students, you know, nowadays have in their head. I have a little brother who's in, you know, he's enrolled in Ryerson University. He's studying uh, business technology management there. And I can say, like, I can tell you, you know, in all honesty that, you know, he's worried about what it is that he's going to ultimately do himself. Um, so I, and I experienced that struggle myself, you know, earlier to my point, I, I experienced that, you know, when I was in university myself, the, the feeling of not knowing, you know, what's going to happen. And like I mentioned earlier, that's okay. We're not supposed to know the future, right? If we did, that would be, <laughs> that would be really scary. But um, I, I think the biggest challenge I had was that feeling of uncertainty and possibly that feeling of not being good enough, you know, feeling as though maybe I don't have the skills necessary to become a doctor. And, uh, you know, because of that, my life is over. Um, I, I think that's a really, really bad way of looking at things. You know, if your parents, for example, are, you know, emphasize that you need to be, you know, either a doctor, an accountant, a lawyer, and that's not something you want to do. 
you should really sit and have that conversation with your folk and explain to them that my passions lie elsewhere. You know, we're, you know, Brian, like you mentioned, I also believe that we're moving away from the traditional um, upbringing that, you know, you go to college, you get a job, you live your career like that. I think, I think now there's more focused on entrepreneurs and, and just being able to create something from nothing, old thing, old thing. Um, and I think that, you know, people who have that skill set, people who are able to, you know, sort of think outside of the box and, and you know, are able to formulate, you know, the, uh, a way or a path for themselves are high in demand. So my biggest challenge, again, was that feeling of uncertainty. And I, and if any of you, are, you know, who are listening and feel that way, I just want to relate to you that it's okay to feel like that. You're not supposed to know where you're going to end up being. That's part of the journey, and that's part of what makes it exciting. You just have to, like I said, have that self-confidence, know your abilities, and know that you have the ability to change the course of your life. As long as you put in the work and you're disciplined enough to realize that if I don't, you know, strive to succeed i won't you'll be, you know what i mean you like you'll be okay it's it's not important to know everything at one point in time yeah and thank you i thank you again for being so upfront and personal and sharing that because it you know success comes in so many ways and i think this whole focus on you know uncertainty and and having those feelings that's that's normal and i think it's also normal in you know, this idea of like your path can go wherever you want to take it. And so thank you so much for sharing that idea. And, you know, thinking upon that, um, I read this quote and I, I put it into the podcast for now around uh, yesterday's dreams aren't always today's reality. And it really stuck to me with me as I was reflecting on my own um, mm-hmm. things that I want to achieve and want to do. Like this podcast was, as I said earlier, a big one I wanted to get going. Um, but how have your, you know, how have those priorities for you shifted over time and how, how do you go about like thinking through those priorities and maybe changing them and, and why? For sure. And that's, that's actually a really, uh, really powerful quote, Brian, because, uh, you know, I find that I resonate with that quote or that, sorry, that quote resonates with it deeply. Um, like I said, my, my opinion was always, sorry to interrupt, you're breaking up a little on that question. So I don't know if you moved or if you're. Yeah. Is it any better now? Uh, it sounds a little fuzzy. But Give me one second. I think it's the headphones I'm using that are kind of choppy. Bear with me one moment, okay. please. No problem. Hopefully it's better now? That sounds better, yeah. Thank you. Perfect. No worries. Um, so, and please, Brian, if, if it does cut out again, let me know, please. Um, sure, absolutely. What I was saying was that quote does resonate with me deeply because as as long as I can remember, like I said, I always wanted to pursue medicine as a form, you know, as a career path. And where I'm at today is obviously nowhere near that, uh, you know, that line of work. Um, So how my priorities have changed over time, I, I realized that as you get older, you're sanity and your mental health is more important than what people have to say or think about you like your sense your sense of uh, identity and self-worth is more important than what you know your aunt thinks of you or what the next person i you know i i come from a for those of you who are listening i come from a very big family and so i know sometimes that pressure of having family members you know judging you based on what it is that you do or what it is that you've studied and all of that i've experienced it firsthand so i can also share with you that that is not important what Whatsoever. You really shouldn't focus on what people have to say or think about you. You have to feel that sense of happiness and that sense of self-worth from within. 
So for me, um, I have always been very ambitious in terms of my goals. I've always, I've never been the kind of person who wants to settle for, you know, the little things in life. I've always wanted to, you know, aim for the stars and, uh, you know, make something of myself. It's, uh, it's something that, you know, I've, I've always strived to do. So I would say my focus has more shifted to what I think or what I believe is the best course of action for me to take than what the next person or what, you know, uh, the person next to me has to think or say about me, um, if that makes any sense at all. It's more, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's more important to realize that this is your life and you only live once, right? So you need to kind of go through the journey yourself and experience things yourself because, you know, everyone to their own extent is unique in a way. And, you know, just because you are not doing what someone else, you know, requested of you doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. You need to find that, and me personally, I know I'm using the word you, um, but for me personally, my priority has shifted to making myself happy first and giving my sense, uh, giving myself that sense of security and fulfillment first before I give that to anyone else. Because ultimately, happiness comes from within. And if you want to, you know, if, if you're wanting to share that happiness with the world, you have to first be happy yourself, of course, right? Um, so I, I think my priorities, especially, uh, you know, have folk, I mean, have shifted more from, you know, doing what I think is the right way to, of doing things to doing what I believe is going to make me happiest. That is that is some great advice and insights. I think, you know, you nailed it there, and and sharing that with the audience here too is, I've heard often on the other podcast this theme of comparing myself to others or comparing my path to someone else who just got promoted or premiering, you got to stop focusing on all that because it really doesn't matter. It really matters what you, to your, break to the core of happiness, which is, um, and, and, if, I, if right? I could, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off yeah. to that point, you know, and I think that we live in a time right now where social media dictates a lot of people's happiness. They think that when they pull out their phones, they go on Instagram, they go on LinkedIn. I, you know, I, I've fallen victim to this myself. Um, you know, you go on Instagram, you're seeing people posting all these vacation photos, you know, eating really nice food, um, driving really fancy cars, and you feel that lack of self-worth because you're, you know, you're thinking to your head, why am I not in this person's position? But you don't know, or, you know, one doesn't really know the, like, you know, the life of that person. They're only showing right. you the ups. They're not showing you the downs at all. So it's more important to really, you know, center yourself and focus on the quality of life that you're trying to attain versus stalking and looking at what the next person is doing right you're going to have i had family members who are my age currently and are you know pursuing their law degree or family members who are you know pursuing medicine or whatever it may be and yes in comparison i may feel that you know they are ahead of me in in some you know way or fashion but ultimately life is a marathon it's not a race right so i know that through my determination and my will, I will get to the point that I want to be at eventually. I don't need to focus on what that other person is doing because that's not your life, right? You can sit here and you can think about all the things that that person did, but that really won't help you get to where it is you're trying to go to. So I think, you know, it's important to exactly like you said, to really, you know, find that, that self, uh, what's the word I'm looking for that that you know sense of you uniqueness and and that sense of knowing yourself first before looking at others yeah I really thank you so much I really like the advice and and what you're sharing there too I think um there's this tendency for uh, over programming of what is success and what it looks like and 
if we can break that apart at a young age and realize like your path is what you want to make it just exactly what you've said and what you've journeyed and done yourself. I think it's so helpful. I think the other piece, and we touched upon it earlier, but I'm really stressing this highly with all the students I meet is, you know, we always start to lead with what we do, not who we are. And so as you think about that, um, you know, we said shift away from GPA and credentials, shift more towards values and skills and sort of who you are. So, um, you know, I think loud and clear coming through this podcast, I'm seeing, and I know, I know you and I'm seeing the values that I think, you know, you, you carry very close to your heart. But if you were looking at the values to describe you, how have those values and skilled enabled you to be, you know, successful in, in, in your journey so far? Sure. Um, so I'm going to start off by saying, uh, you know, the word success, similar to what you said, the word success can be defined in many ways, right? Um, my version of success could be very different from your version of success or the, you know, the person, the next person's version. Um, so I, I think really success is attained when you have that sense of, you know, fulfillment, when you, when you feel as though, uh, you know, what you're doing really has a huge impact. Uh, and that may not happen right away. I, I, like, I am, I, I, you know, I don't want to say to myself that I'm successful yet because I feel if I do, that would hinder my growth, right? So I always have that, you know, that humble mindset of I'm not where I want to be and I need to push myself to get to the point, you know, that I'm trying to get to. But there are certain values that I think um, are extremely important, not just in the workforce, but, you know, in uh, life in general. I think the first one, and I mentioned before, uh, I don't know if you want to define it as a value, but I'm going to consider it uh, as a value for the sake of this podcast, and that's discipline, right? Um, the, the, the notion or the idea of knowing that if you're not going to take the necessary action to get to where you want to be, nothing will change for you. Right. So that's extremely important. Um, for instance, I, when I was in university, if I didn't really apply for the positions at RBC, network with my peers and, you know, with fellow co-workers, um, and to, you know, to the audience that's listening in, I actually met Brian through a networking event that, you know, s someone actually told me about. I had no idea about the event until one of my friends, uh, Josh, who Brian actually knows, um, he told me about it and I applied for it like that. So I, I think, you know, just being vigilant and, and, and really being open to learning and having that self-discipline, uh, you know, to accept the reality that if you don't put in the work, you will not get the results is really important. Not again, and just not in just, you know, the workforce, but in life in general. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, you know, I would also say, uh, you know, obviously the general things like honesty, um, you know, maybe loyalty. When I say loyalty, I mean loyalty to yourself first, right? I, I always talk about self because I think that's important. Um, being loyal to yourself, what I mean by that is, you know, accepting that, you know, in life, you may not, you know, for instance, in my case, I'm applying for, you know, different positions here and there, and I'm getting, you know, rejections for some of them and, you know, interviews for some others. Being loyal to yourself, when I say that, I mean that knowing that it's not the end of the day if you get rejected, or it's not the end of the day if you're not getting, you know, the position that you want to originally. Um, you know, you have to, you know, have that sense of self-worth self again and, and realize that if you're not where you are today, if you're not where you want to be today, you can ultimately get to where you want to be tomorrow. It's just a life, like I said, it's a journey. You just need to, you know, suck it up and realize that, okay, I need to progress in such a way that gets me to where my goals are. And, you know, you have to have that will to be able to do whatever it takes to ultimately reach your goal. 
Um, so I would say, yeah, I would say this, the, the values and skills that enabled me in my personal life, um, I would say first the self-discipline. Um, I would say networking. That's a skill that I find is super in demand nowadays, especially if you have an interest in the financial services industry. Um, I would say your network is your net worth. And, and the reason I put it in that way, um, being able to just, you know, having that confidence and connecting with other people and showing to other people that you are willing to learn, you know, will ultimately grant you more opportunities. I have gotten to where I am today by putting in the work, but also by getting to meet the right people and having people, you know, vouch for me uh, and, and, and helping me, you know, transition from one step to the other. So, you know, if you're not active on LinkedIn, I always, I, you know, I'm, I'm a huge I don't. I personally, I don't use Instagram myself because I think it's all a facade. I am a huge advocate of LinkedIn, though. I think LinkedIn is a great platform that can be used to meet, you know, peers, to meet uh, professionals in your industry, um, and you know, I think it's a, a platform that can really accelerate your career if you put in the work. So, um, for me, I'm going to just, for the sake of time, I'm going to keep it at two values: the first being self-discipline and self-worth, uh, and the second being, you know, networking and communication. It's amazing. And thank you so much. Um, you know, your, your thoughts here and, um, your, 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 your choices of sharing those, uh, experiences are super helpful. I, I know it's been a while since, uh, it's, we sat down and had a coffee or, or sushi. Um, and I, you know, thinking and listening to you today, it's, I just have to say, it's so inspiring to hear, um, your mindset and what you're thinking. And I really hope our audience um, is able to take notes on some of these things because, you know, you know the approach and the mindset you have is is why, and, and specifically why I wanted to have you on the show, because I do find um, that you, you are inspiring with how you're approaching this in life. And, you know, it's, it's taking that time. And I think the fact that you said the self-worth, the self-reflection, all the things that you shared are so important. You know, as we kind of think about to the point of, you know, and I, I could go on forever here with you, but as we start to close out um, the podcast itself, I wondered if there's any last minute, maybe advice or things you wanted to leave today's listeners with. You've you've left them with a lot of information and a lot of, <laughs> lot of thoughts and, and all, all amazing, like, honestly. Um, but is there anything else that you can think of or anything that you wanted to say that you didn't? Yeah, I, well, I guess what I'm going to say is basically a summary of everything that I did say, prior, you know, previously. But, um, it, like, like I, you know, like we both said, it really comes down to one thing, and, and that's really self-identity. You know, um, COVID, I, and I keep bringing you know COVID into the conversation because I really believe that COVID is going to be a part of our lives for you know for the remainder of time. Um, it's something that's not going to just disappear, you know, even with the introduction of vaccination. So, you know, we as an audience, we need to just get used to the idea of that. But, um, you know, COVID has really brought about that social isolation into our lives. And, and I find that, you know, a lot of people are probably more stressed out now than they've ever been. I'm in the same boat. I'm finding that, you know, not being able to, you know, go outside to my local restaurant or going to the gym or whatever it is that I do on a daily basis, um, you know, it does affect my mental health. But it, again, it's important to really self-reflect and, and really understanding that, um, you know, you are, you, you as an individual are unique. Uh, you have, like you as an individual, you know, you have a certain mindset and a certain skill set that's different from the person next to you. And that's what makes, you know, humanity work so, I mean, or that's what makes, you know, civilizations and, and communities build, um, 
it's really that self of, you know, everyone brings something to the table, right? Um, so my advice would be, you know, don't, don't really panic and don't really worry about the small things. Uh, you know, when I was in university, it was, I felt as though I was almost in, in a sort of a, of a rat race, you know, everyone was comparing, everyone was comparing their GPAs to the next person, everyone was comparing their grades to the next person, everyone was wanting to know, you know, what internships they secured. And that's okay. It's part of like, if you, if you, if you take that as part of a form of healthy competition, I can understand how that would motivate you and you know and push you to strive and succeed. But the reality of the situation is most people don't do that from a sense of positivity. They're doing it from a sense of insecurity. They want they're wanting to know where does this person stand in comparison to me, right? Where like how do I compare it to this person? Um, and I think that's unhealthy. I think that's really going to bring about a lot of identity crises, and you're not really going to know your own self-worth. So what I would say is, even if you're not, because I, to be frank with the audience, I don't. I'm not where I want to be, and I, I'm not ashamed of saying that. You know, like I know where my potential is, and I know what I'm capable of, and I know I'm not at the level that I want to be yet. But I do really believe in myself, and I do believe that one day I will have that impact and influence that I really, you know, desire. Um, so. I think it's important, to, you know, baby steps, take it day by day. Don't really worry about the smaller things. It's okay if you didn't, you know, pass that test. It's okay if you didn't, uh, you know, secure that internship you wanted. It's okay if, you know, that's part of learning. You need to live and learn, right? So um, I would, to close it out, I'm going to say have that that resilience and that ability to really stand up for yourself because no one else is going to do it. You know what I mean? Um, be able to realize your own worth and be able to realize that if you don't get to where it is you want today, what's going to stop you from getting to what you from I mean, what's going to stop you from getting to what you where you want to be tomorrow, right? Like you said in that quote, um, yesterday's dreams aren't always today's realities. But if I could add to that, you could possibly make tomorrow's dream a reality right um, so just focus on yourself ultimately know your own worth um, don't fret the smaller things and and <laughs> you know live and learn life is a marathon it's not a race you're not you're not competing with anyone else right it's uh, it's just self competition and and self-awareness and self-growth um, but yeah <laughs> I guess I rambled on long enough no 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 you're not rambling I thank you so much. I like, I'm, you know, we're, we're doing this podcast next, next time we'll be doing this in person, but I'm smiling ear to ear just listening to you. And I think, you know, I want to just, again, thank you really so much for, for sharing your, your journey, talking about your story, you know, giving some great advice and, and for most of all, joining me on this podcast and being a guest, I really, really appreciate you coming to this today. Thank you. No, thank you so. Thank you for having me, Brian. It's always, like I said, it's always a pleasure getting to connect with you. We, we I find that whenever, <laughs> whenever you and I connect, there's always meaningful conversation that comes about. That's right, and that's why these networking coffee chats to the the students are thinking about it. It's it's finding that common ground and finding the conversations that lead to opportunities, right? So, um, anyways, I I, I again want to thank you, and for the listeners, if you liked what you heard today, please share this podcast with your network. Please continue to tune in for more upcoming exciting episodes. And this has been Coffee with Convery. Until next time, please stay well.